Welcome. You're listening to an Adventures in Middle-Earth actual play using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on Obsidian Portal where our campaign is called In the Shadow of the Mountains. You can find links to that and our other forms of media for our sessions as well as an index of this episode in the description. Last episode the party cleared a farmhouse of unwanted occupants, received a reward and another audience with the king. This episode they start the journey west with a message for Bjorn. You're traveling, it's, it's easy going. Let, let's get some nice, friendly, summary traveling music. And presumably you can put junk on the on Slack the Pony as well. Save us carrying it all ourselves. Yep, you can put all of the gear on Slack the Pony. That's quite easy. How much is tra- uh, traveling rations does everybody have? So I'll need to buy, know how much to buy as well. I've got seven days, which is kind of emergency. But I'm assuming we're surviving on stuff we catch and forage while traveling if, if at all all right so i see i've got seven as well okay cool so you can just let me let me know when you're all done with the with the shopping side of things another couple of hours we'll be there john <laughs> i think i'm done yeah i think okay. i'm done now going back now, guys, as you get whisked into Mordor on the back of Nazgul. So, okay, so you head out and you know that it's pretty safe around here until you get the far side of the river and where you basically meet the old path. But you're also slightly disconcerned to hear that Bard's aware of some bandits or other groups operating around Dale and say in Dale, but... Uh, you feel fairly secure. Are you taking any specific precautions on the way you travel? No, just making sure where I stay alert. Well, that's that's what my will be doing. Okay, so you're, you're near the Long Lake. Um, you're traveling. You've been out of Dale for about half a day. Pony's working out really well. He's very placid, uncomplaining, just plods along. You're finding him easy to control, and it's fascinating. You there are some folk on the on the lake fishing. Uh, you even pass some people walking walking along the shore. However, you can also see ro- ruins of the old lake town visible in the water near you. Blackened poles poking out of like ribs, and uh, you even hear fishermen saying, "Have you seen the bones of Smaug the Dreadful in the river in the water? He's there on a clear day." You don't even bother to, to look. You have no idea where he crashed in the in the water. But you are just enjoying the walk. And as you're about, probably about an hour or two since you met the, the last person, you suddenly hear this, sounds like a young child shouting, help, help, from up ahead. And this young boy, maybe no older than 10 years old, bursts out of the rushes ahead of him. He spots you and runs towards you, waving his arms and tears running, cheek, running down his cheeks. Help, please help. My father, his guards, they're going to kill him. We're going to work with him. They're going to kill him. He told me to run, to find help. Please help me. And his words tumble out in a flood of panic and tears streaking his his muddy face. What do you want to do? I guess go with him to see what's going on. Okay. Bonin takes out so, his bow. And knocks an arrow. Well, keeps an arrow close to hand. My father, some, uh, his guards, they're going to kill him. So that sounds like the guards have turned on him. We're going to Mirkwood and they're going to kill him. He told me to run, find help. Help. Is the kid pretty um, 
inconsolable or can we talk to him? You can talk to him, but he's like running. He's already running back up the path and he's like, come on quick. He's shouting over his shoulder. Run after him. Yeah, we're all trying to keep up with everybody. Getting my bow ready. Okay, you're running slightly to the running west. It's forested and it's getting a little bit more heavily forested as you're um, moving around that area. And the kid seems genuine, does he, John? He rings true. He doesn't feel like he's acting or anything silly like that. He looks very scared. That'll do. Okay. So Belgo is running west. Uh, he's a little bit ahead of you. And you're in a forested path. There is... As, as he runs around the corner and disappeared, um, I will let you kind of move for free until I say hold. So move roughly in order, kind of take it in turns. But I guess you're just jogging up after him. Yeah, pretty much. Pathis is happy to hang back a little bit, sort of juggling the pony and the dog and letting the more martial colleagues take the lead. Okay, so as Moaning gets to the corner, this sort of path seems to carry on and Bell goes running down it. Hey, wee bollocks! Come back here! (laughs) They're doing exactly the opposite of what your dad wanted. Mun will try and do put a quick sprint on to try and catch hold of the kid if he can. You can hear Moaning puffing down the path and he's saying, quick, quick, come on! And as you get to there, this is what confronts you. Is it a dragon? <laughs> <laughs> a massive Smaug the Mighty in a clearing just up ahead, which should appear to you very soon. Oh, yes. There are three ruffians surrounding what looks like the young kid's dad. And this is, what, this is what the kid looks like. Um, the, yeah, the looks like a middle-aged man and his young son, Belgo. And if you, anyone, you get an inspiration point if you know who Baldor and Belgo are from either the Silmarillion or Lord of the Rings. Oh, God knows. No, unfortunately. Someone, someone, someone will yeah, be googling that for soon. I was going to say, <laughs> no, 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 Google for no. Uh, oh, so I, yeah, you, you, if you do a search for them, you'll they will oh. crop up. I, I think they were they were father and son, and I think they were early Numenorians, but I may be wrong. Um, anyway, so clearly they were named. This couple, father and son, were named after them. Okay, what so everyone roll initiative, please. No, these guys, these guys are just travellers. Uh, one has got a beautiful peach right knee. Did you say a beautiful peach right knee? Oh yeah, that's their yeah, name on the That's their track. name. They have names. Oh right, I just thought Neil was into these. He's, he's, he is as well. <laughs> if it gets a bit much, I can turn that off. But um, I quite like it. It does random, random names rather than just calling them Thug One, Two, and Three. So that's fair enough. I like bound chin curtain myself. <laughs> and um, I in martial art. <laughs> <laughs> the wistful gate. Right, and first up is Brother Hathus. What do you Can he, do, he? He's at the back. Can he see this, or has he's got to progress a bit more? You can hear gruff voices around the corner, but you can't see. So just role players if you can't see anything. Yeah, so he'll keep moving up. Um, he'll move his full thirty foot. 
And if he can then see what's going on, he'll shout, Halt! What's going on? Stop this. Okay, so um, I don't think we've had to do this yet. You can move through friendly squares, but it's equivalent to difficult terrain, which means it costs you five really? feet of movement per five feet. So it's, it doubles. It doubles. It which halves your movement rate through. Uh, okay. You can go around them, but. Well, Hathis was legging at the back, so Hathis will deliberately delay his action then until his colleagues have gone in first because he doesn't know what's going to be confronting him. I'm happy to move down the um, initiative order if you what, want to. What are you delaying until? Uh, until at least two of my armoured armored friends are in front of me. So after the... So after they they are three, already. Okay, he'll just move up behind them then. That'll do. Okay. That's fine. So you can see through the bushes there are some thugs there now, Chris, after 15 feet of movement. So if you want to move a little bit further, you can. No, he's definitely keeping behind at least one of his colleagues who are better at this than him, but he will shout, Halt! Stop! What's going on? Okay. And that'll do. Uh, can, will, can, okay. can the um, birds twittering come down a bit? Birds twittering can come off completely. Thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry. But now we've lost the dramatic music. I don't feel so dramatic, dramatic anymore. I can put the dramatic music back. Hang on a second. And you've got um, Lady in Red as well. <laughs> DJ, can you get a request? <laughs> I, can, I, if you want, if I could put Lady in Red on. Oh God, no, 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 no. When it's oh, my turn, really to play Benny Hill music. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go for a bit of uh, let's let's go for a bit of uplifting music as an alternative. One moment. Yeah, I only said it because it's like it was uh, the dramatic music, and then the birds were tweeting. It was like going, I, I don't know if I should be having a picnic or killing somebody. Right. That's better. Killing someone. This is more killing someone. So, Wan moved up with you. Next is Wistful Gate. You can hear him say, Oi, company! Or something along those lines. And he moves back. Grabs Baldor. And just pulls him. As if he's trying to get behind the... Uh, that log. There's a big kind of fallen tree on the floor there. And he's just grabbing him. Moving behind. And then the next thug goes around the corner to there as well. Uh, they've both they've all got clubs by the looks of things. And that was their action. Baldor just carries on the ground a bit. Don't help me, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. Um Belgo shouts Dad! I've got help! And he runs around the corner to about there. Amalfrida. I'll just take a regular action. Uh, moving through difficult terrain, does that cost half my movement? Yeah, so it's 10 feet per 5 foot moved. Yeah, so if I go to there and then take a, as another action there, and that's my turnover. Because I'll take two okay. move actions, I think. Yeah, that's me. Thank you. Okay, and you've got a weapon out. Yep, axe and uh, shield. And I'm readying in case anybody comes in. Okay. Does my dark foreboding uh, tell me anything about these? Okay. People? Just remind me of the. Where is it? Uh, one of the examples it says 
Those doomed to die can usually tell, for example, whether an orc band is an isolated raiding party or part of a larger force. Yeah. That kind of thing. Or whether a nearby ruin is steeped in shadow. Okay, thanks. So, um, you don't get, like, a sense of great evil from these. They just look like bandits or thugs. Uh, you think they? This is this is the lot that you probably would probably either need to ask Belgo or uh, ask Belgo just to confirm that. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll move up to over here, I guess, and call out. You let him go, or I'll put an arrow in you, boy. Okay. Uh, I, I, so I can't remember, I can't remember how time. holding action works, but basically, can I say that I'm going to shoot him if he doesn't let him go? So you're targeting which one? Bound shirt, uh, bound chin curtain. The the other one. Are, are they both holding him? Are they? Wistful gate uh, took him round the corner. Wistful gate took him, but you haven't got a clear shot on him at the moment. You've got Amalfrida and beautiful Peach. Beautiful Peach, right? Me. Uh, <laughs> when you say I haven't got a clear shot, you mean I can't hit him, or it'll be hard to get penalties. Yeah, well, if he's the one that's got him, then he's... an adventurer like you, then I got an arrow through my beautiful pink-shaped knee. <laughs> you shouldn't have seen that coming with a knee that was a beautiful peach, but I didn't. As, as, my, as my bonus action... Oh, actually, maybe not. You can take a bonus to move more. Yeah, you can yeah, you that's, take that's a bonus to move and get a line of sight off. Yeah, yeah, so if you move to kind of yeah. Yeah, west of that, that's perfect. So my um, bonus action be there, and I'll... Tell him I'm going to shoot him if he doesn't let him go, and then if he doesn't let him go, I'll shoot him if that's something I can do. Okay. Or uh, more so... likely, shoots the tree behind me. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Intent. Now, come on. You've, you've got to be more positive. Moan him. Okay. Um, so, if I wanted to move and fire a bow, uh, that means I can go 20. Uh, that's double. Yeah, so it would be 20. Yep. And remember, you've also got an action surge as well. Action so it gives you an additional action. That's right, so you could move twice and then shoot using your action surge. Mm, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll try that actually. That sounds quite cool. So that's the first move. Bear in mind, you can only use an action surge once. Once. Between, once, per rest. once per rest. If you have a rest, you'll be able to reuse it. But until then, you won't be able to use it again. I'll tell you what, I'll, not, I'll just do the double movement. That probably sounds better. Yeah. And then just wait. Just keep the bow on right. them. He runs back to next to his colleague and says, We don't want no trouble. We found him first. You leave us be. Hathus. Hathus will... Oh, hang on. Oh, sorry. It's... So, um, Neil... Just remind me, it was Wistful Gate. Wistful Gate. So basically, if so his he... action is, is not to let the guy go, then I'll shoot him. Yeah. Okay, okay so he you did warn him. And yeah, it's just not his turn yet. It's his turn after Hathis's. Okay, so Hathis, you're moving up. Yeah. The pony should have moved up as well. I only just realised it's on there as well. So the pony, I'm sort of still leading the pony as well. And I will, in classic Scouser mode, say, everybody calm down. I'm not very good at Scouse <laughs> accents. <laughs> It doesn't need to be any really... bloodshed here. What's going on? Hang on. I've sl- he's suddenly gone Scouse. I'd like that. No, hang on a minute. Second, Only a me... moments of stress. <coughs> There's a stress, Scouser. And that'll do for Hathas. He definitely doesn't want to be at the front getting involved too much. Okay. 
So Wistful Gate has <clears throat> got Baldor around the throat with his left hand and he's got a club in his right and he says let's see because you threatened him uh, could you give me an intimidation check Neil yeah. in the you can do it in the god almighty hey who's dice have you go. got <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool he roughly lets his hand go from his neck and says oh don't shoot don't shoot and he steps back five feet away from him Good stuff. What'd you let him go for, Bert, you fool? And he grabs him by the throat and raises his club up. Come any closer. We'll end him. Sorry, lad. It's the realities of living out in the in the woods. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> he's not made I'm a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, but Baldor says, leave me alone. And Baldor says, help, help, I'm being oppressed. Exactly. Help, help me, Dad. There's some lovely mud over here. Come and see the uh, farmers and help the system. That's right. Witness the hypocrisy of the ruling class. <laughs> um, Amalfrida, I think she'll probably just step up and whack somebody. What? Uh, so she'll step up to uh, Peachtree. Not my knee, not my knee. <laughs> And hit him across the knee. <laughs> I mean, it's got a target there, isn't it? Yeah, let's try out this reckless attack thing. I'll probably regret it. She's gone full. <laughs> she's, she's gone she's full got, native. Full <laughs> well, he hate bullies. Okay, so uh, where's new weapons? Have you got? Ooh, that's a hit. And that should be. Oh, me knee! <laughs> that serves you right. Ah, you bitch! He shouts. That's that's my turn. There you go. Thank you. All right, Sigma, you are up. So, the guy—it didn't trigger your action last round because he actually did what you said. But the other guy yeah. next to him, Bouncer, Chin Curtain's got him by the throat at the moment. Okay, can I shoot him, or do I need to move? Uh, yeah, you can shoot him from there. Yeah, I should um, shoot him. He uh... is. So yeah, he's about only about a two-foot tree lying on the ground there. Um, so it's not enough for full for full cover. He didn't duck down, so you don't have any penalties. What's happened to Sigma? Someone's replaced him. Yeah, it's, it's, not great. It's, it's level two now. That was level one previously. That hits. So now I think for my damage, I have to. Oh, you choose, don't you, or something? Or yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I, can, I roll twice and pick the best, but I have to unselect him first because otherwise it will just apply the first damage. Yeah, so, roll. Now, yeah, just it, click the damage dice twice. The sneak attack thing says if there's an enemy within five feet of him, I can get sneak attack. Now, does I know Beldor's not a combatant, so does he? Does he count as an enemy? If there's an as ally within, attack? no, oh, you don't. He, he needs to be an ally. So if he ever becomes an ally, you would. Oh, he's right. he's just trying to distract him and stop, but not at the moment. Okay, so I should roll this. So twice. just roll damage twice and pick that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'll have that one. <laughs> so to, all you do is in the combat in the combat tracker, sorry, no, in the action window, drag that, just click in that white area and drag it onto your target and it would apply damage. Perfect. Twenty oh, you fucker <laughs> He says. I don't I told him to let him go, I meant all of you. Yeah, all right, uh, Monin. Monin's gonna shoot him too. And this. He's got Neil's curse. Yeah. Oh I it um so what are you using a short bow? Uh 
great boat, says here. Whatever is great for a oh, great boat. So this like meter long arrows quivering in the uh, tree trunk behind him, and his eyes bulge out of his head. <laughs> stop firing! Stop firing! Now slap the ponies up. Ah. He doesn't really get any action, so and then um, trot, trot, trot. Beautiful Pete's right knee says, "Ah, oh, I think it bust me arm." And then he bricks himself and disengages. So he just starts running back down the path. Um, so disengage means he's like defensively trying to escape your your the risk of you attacking Stuart. And uh, you don't get an attack of opportunity on him because of that. That's fine. And he ends up, hang on, though we've run out of map a bit, he ends up about there. He's, he's scarpering. Hathus. Hathus will head towards Matey Boy, but he will shout, Everybody stop killing each other! For the love of goodness! Can't we all just get along? Well, we don't even know what's going on. And I'll bring my animals with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dr. Doolittle. Exactly. <laughs> You've got some pan pipes and you're whistling. <laughs> yeah. Rats are following in the forest and everything. So. Yeah. Well, you uh, warned me about bloody hippies. What they can't eat, they smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and that's well, all he's doing. On. Yeah, he's just calling for... He wants to understand the situation rather than resorting to murder, hobo. <laughs> All right. Uh, fuck Wistful Gate. Fuck this, you bugger. Nearly killed him. And he just starts running this way. And he he sprints past his buddy. <laughs> and like over, looks over him and said, as he sees a gap in his arm. <laughs> and then uh, bounds Chinkert and goes, Oi! Let's drop Baldor. And then just like legs it as well. And starts sprinting off down the down the passage. So... Baldor says, my son, thank you. Jumps over the log and starts running up. And Belgo also then runs runs up and they Aww, hug each other. Touching. Aww. Uh I'll take probably, I'll go to there. That's right, you bloody keep running, cowards. That's my turn. Okay. I'm not going after them. No. Sigma, I've just got a feeling it's just intrinsically lazy. If he doesn't have to run, he won't. So. <laughs> well, we're not police. So, yeah, I'm just going to stay where I am with my bow trained on them just in case they turn back. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Mona will just go to retrieve his arrow and uh, ignore the fleeing guys. No problem. So, uh, you saw where it landed. Um, just give me a DC five dex check to avoid snapping it as you pull it out of the wood. Up easily. Yeah, you pull it out straight. It looks in great condition. Cool. So we'll come out of initiative. You, yep. You've basically um, driven these off very, in very intimidating way. Wounded a couple of them, didn't kill them, um, and they disappeared. What do you want to do? You've got a scared-looking middle-aged man and a boy there. Right, tell us your story. What's going on here? Oh, thank you. Thank you, good sirs. You... Oh, and madam, you arrived just in the nick of time. So he he sits down uh, with his son at his feet on the, on the log and <clears throat> lights up a pipe to calm his nerves a bit. And he explains he set out from Lake Town with his son and those three thugs um, 
he explains he's a merchant and a traveling trader um and his him and his four ponies are carrying which uh looks like they've scattered down further down the path are carrying iron tools and toys from dale that he intends to sell to the folk of woodland hall um he also has arranged with the elves for passage through their lands um he he basically knows that Mirkwood is dangerous. He has been, as a younger man, travelled through Mirkwood, and he's finally got courage again to do it a few years after the battle, after the King's proclamation to go back west again, trading. Um, and he looked in Esgroth for guards who were brave enough to risk that crossing. Um, it seems that he <laughs> didn't make a good choice. It looks like the guards were uh, waylaid him. I wanted to avoid going through Mirkwood. Swines. Yeah, I advise you return back the way you came and uh, get some more guards. But I need to go west. Well, we're going west, but I don't think we're going all the way. Well, we're. I'm going to Woodland Hall, but if you can, you're going west. You've taken the for the elf path, I assume. Yes. Well, we're going the same way. Well, at least I hope we are. I'll pay. I can pay you. We can certainly come. We can certainly welcome aboard. Come all the way down the croft as well, can't we? Says, I tell you what, if if you can get me to Forest Gate, the other end of the Elf Path, I think oh, that's basically through Mirkwood. I'll feel safe then, and me and my boys should be fine from there. You willing to do that? Yeah, as long as you don't do anything silly, like run off into the forest and follow instructions. That seems like a good idea. Safety in numbers. And I think, well, those buggers, they were going to charge me. You look more confident than they do. I will offer you 50 silver if we get the other end. Thank you, my boy. Sounds wonderful. Me that, that sounds like an awful lot. No. Yeah, I mean, the, the value, he said, I need help getting my goods together. But I'm willing to pay that. I could make a good return on these in Woodland Hall. They don't have much metal stuff over there. Nice tree, I've been there. You've been there? It's like a highly acceptable rate of pay. Mmm. Excellent. All right, then. Um, so you find out as you're travelling, you, you spend about 30, 40 minutes. You, the horses hadn't mm -hmm. gone too far, though. Looks like the thugs were... basically just didn't want to do, to do the thing and thought there was some easy money in robbing them. Um made a mistake so but they've disappeared they've got off the off the track somehow um and as you're traveling baldor is very chatty he's a bit miserable but he's chats quite a lot and he, you find out he was once a fairly affluent merchant of lake town but he lost pretty much everything when the dragon fell on the city then not only was his fortune destroyed but his wife halla also perished um and he could he managed to carry his young son at the time out of the flames, but couldn't find his wife there. Um, others have found prosperity in the years since the Battle of the Five Armies. He's not been so lucky. He moved to Dale when its re reconstruction started, but he's yet to rebuild his former wealth. Um, and he's very, very proud of Belgo. You can tell him he loves him dearly, and it's probably the most precious thing he's got. Any other questions you've got for him, or any other? Were they on foot, their party? They were basically walking four ponies, which they still have. And it's got quite a lot of iron goods, probably two, three hundred pounds of iron goods attached to each pony. 
Okay. How did he select the guards? Or were they selected for him? Well, I just asked around and in Dale and someone pointed me to a tavern where sometimes people do guard duty and those three folks signed up. Hmm. Well, you wonder if they knew each other beforehand. Seems like you were either very un... Or somebody maybe uh, steered you in the wrong direction. I know. We buggers. Sorry, that's a moaning expression. Um, <laughs> well, I'm very fortunate you were there. My bell goes a good lad. I knew it would help. Yeah, he did well. So he did so run kind of meander, Yeah, you. Uh, I'll take this map down. You you meander around um, the edge of the river for a while, going in and out of trees. Um, he explains that he plans to meet with some elvish friends uh, from his time prior to the battle. At, uh, at the edge of Mirkwood, and these elves will accompany him and the caravan up the river on paddle boats, or I both say paddle. And then from the Elven King's Hall, uh, he plans to set off down the forest path to the west side um, of the of the woods. So he said he was meeting elves, didn't he? Where was he going to meet the elves? He's going to meet the elves on the edge of the wood. That was his plan. So you're about looking at the map. You're about a day to two days minimum from the edge of the wood, maybe even longer than that. Okay. okay. You're about 60 miles, you would estimate, from meeting the elves. So his plan was basically to go down the river a little, cut west, skirting the north side of the Long Marshes, and then along the Forest River. And okay. as he gradually got to the outskirts of the Wooden Realm, that's where he was planning to meet meet his elf buddies and then go and... And follow the elf night path. At the, yeah, follow the elf path eventually. So, but basically, spend a night in the Elven King's halls. Are you okay with that as a plan, roughly? Yeah. Never, no, no, never trust an elf. Well, we don't have to go with him for that bit. We can wait for him, or or something along those lines. I guess well, you you can go with him, but I'm staying in the forest. I'm not going nowhere near them elves. They'll put them in. They'll put you in a prison. <laughs> <laughs> he's, heard, he's heard the rumours. Um, okay, so twilight of the third day as you're travelling, and good to his word, a tr as you're you're going along, it's fairly well trod track along the edge of the river. A trio of, a trio of rafts emerge from the mists on the river. Green cloaked figures punt these rafts to the shore. Um, there's two or three elves per raft, and they greet Baldor and you all warmly. Um, Baldor is pretty well known to them by the looks of things, and they welcome him back on his route west for after a few years. It seems it's strange that their appreciation of time is very different from yours. It seems mm -hmm. like only yesterday they just met him, but it's probably six, eight years ago. They are amused and fascinated by Belgo, uh, and they basically you understand that they don't see many children these days, and not among not among your own. Um, the ponies are unloaded. All of their all of the iron work is unloaded onto the rafts, um, and they're initially wary about getting onto the rafts. But it's really interesting. So, how does you find this fascinating? One of the elves appears to just whisper into the whole pony's ears, and they 
walk on very obediently. Um, mm. And they will become elven sorcery. So if you want to try and get the dog, dog's fine. But if you want to try and get your pony on, you can unload and do the same sort of thing. But you'll need to give me an animal check in the open because uh, it's not natural for this. So are we going with them, guys, or are we leaving them to their business? Oh, I think we we could just leave them to get on with their own business. Certainly, you you, you, agree, you agreed to help them get through Mirkwood. You're only just on the outskirts of Mirkwood. I thought he was. I thought he was dealing with these guys and then coming back. Is that not the case? No, he's going west. He's, he's actually he wants to sell this stuff at Woodland Hall. He's just going to be staying in the Elven King's Hall uh, over overnight. Uh, when you said the, the outskirts of Mirkwood, the eastern outskirts, not the western outskirts. Yeah. yeah. So you you were basically going along the river fr- west of Thranduil's Hall. So Thranduil's Hall is Martin Green. Uh, it's a very famous place. Everyone knows mm-hmm. it. It'll be an easy route. You're basically going straight along the river on rafts punted by the elves. If you want to join them, I'd be happy to go in. But if Moaning doesn't want to, I'm also happy to go and wait on the other side for. for no, them. no, it's alright. We all got a day sometime. Maybe today's the day. <laughs> okay. In which case, we can unload the horse, and then I need to do an animal handling rock on the get slack on the raft. Yeah. Okay. So as as you as you're beginning to unpack and stuff, a man, an elf comes up who introduced himself in a very sing-song voice as Linda. Um, hello, I'm Linda. I'm master of the King's Cellars. Baldor is welcome here and has been very, very helpful to us in the past and done a lot of trade with us. We know him well. And his nice eyes narrow a bit. Why are you all here? Uh, we encountered Baldor a few days ago and we have agreed to escort him safely to the edge of Mirkwood. At the far edge. Twist. At the far edge of Mirkwood. He didn't feel safe travelling on his own. His guards betrayed him, and so we are standing in to look after him, his personal safety. Hmm. Okay. He looks a bit askance at you, Monin, and his nostrils flare a little bit. His pointy <laughs> elven nostril, nose nostrils flare a little bit as he looks down his nose at you. I think you were too um, good for him, Monin. <laughs> Can you vouch for them? He, he asks. Uh, is it obviously pretty disdainful of you all? Um, he asks to Baldor, and Baldor says, "Well, I they saved my bacon. Um, I was being robbed by my own guards. These folks seem to be heading the right way. I only met them three days ago, but they've been good as their word so far. I've even offered to pay them to get me to the other side down the down the elf path." So he says, "Hmm." Regretfully, I won't be able to allow you into Thranduil's halls. However, oh, what a pity! <laughs> if you go to the other side of the river, cross the you, there's a bit of land for about five miles, and there's a another tributary of the Forest River the other side. And if you wait there on the far bank of that, at the elf, head of the Elf Path, and this is this is a route that you've come through before. Mm-hmm. In two days, we will bring um, Baldor, Belgo, and his goods to you. That's satisfactory. Yeah, that sounds fine to me. I, I shall oh, bow before him and say, "May others be as hospitable to you as you are." <laughs> <laughs> Mo- uh, Modern farts. <laughs> I'll, I'll whisper to Modern. 
We don't really understand. So that pointy elf fella is allowing us the luxury of camping outside for two days, and we're grateful. Oh, yeah, you probably should be because it may be if you went with him, you might end up in his jail cells and the prisons there, so down in the dungeon. So, I probably the safest place is be away from them. I mean, to be honest, you probably won't even see these Beldor or Belgo again. Anyhow, yeah, that works for us. We'll see you in two days. And Hathus and right. his entourage of animals, brackets, horse and dog, will slowly head in the right direction to go to where we're supposed to be meeting them. Okay, so you basically head roughly where that arrow is. Uh, yeah. You, you get, you cross this part of the river and they graciously uh, take you across on this at least this oh. section on uh, on their rafts drop you off the other side Chris just give me an animal check to make sure the pony doesn't panic or anything you can do it in the open just for the laugh factor oh you're fine so uh, you get slack off the other side and you travel tomorrow mid-afternoon you get to the river the other the other river at the other side and after a little bit of getting wet and um, it's it's deep, you basically strip off in the main, manage to load up the pony, do a couple of trips, but you do cross the river. And you decide to camp early, as you know, you know you've got to wait, you've got to be there another day and manage to dry, start drying stuff out. So two days later, let, let me know if you want to do anything, but you, you're basically camping just overlooking the elf path. You found a reasonable spot. You're not um, not right on the path. Yeah, that's nothing. Nothing I want to do. I don't know about the others. No, no, not really. No, just wait. Just okay. So a couple of days later, good to the word. Uh, you see, coming from the west, another three could be the same three rafts that you saw before, moving much more swiftly downstream than they were going upstream. Um, very elegantly punted by elves that don't even look out of breath and they grind with some gravel on the shoals on the shore just in front of you and um, they hail you you thought you were fairly well hidden but clearly not to elven eyes and baldo your guards looked like they waited you were more optimistic about that than we were um i wish you you'll find master elf that when we towards make a pact we keep it. Mm. Well, I understand not all of you are uncouth. And he looks at you and says, and you are well dressed for one of your kind. Um, and you I have a nice well dress your yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I w wish you well on your journey, lady, lady okay. and gentlemen. Fine. And it's Belgo and Baldor, are they coming, and coming ashore and coming our way with their ponies, etc., yeah? Yeah, it takes um, it's about an hour of disembarking and then elves uh, help punt, Baldor, punt I'm off. sure you do as well. Yeah, just reloading all of the ironware back onto the ponies again. And Baldor looks happily at you and says, uh, oh, they even even gave me a bottle of elven wine. Oh, they tortured you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that sometime down the uh, down the trail. So you... you uh, Start traveling. You're, mm -hmm. uh, so, Chris, this is the travel role I asked you to make before, so I kind of got some stuff planned for this. But the region is mainly beech trees. 
uh, it's not so oppressive here. And you remember this this kind of area opened up quite nicely. There's not trees over overgrowing the path as there is deeper into the woods. Um, and it's actually quite pleasant journey. Um, haven't seen anyone. Um, uh, Linda uh, has warned Bel Baldor as as Baldor is discussing with you that he was soon into a much more perilous area. Um, and he basically says, Baldor said it, Linda was very, very adamant that we never leave the elf path, said, mm -hmm. especially to the south. Um, he said basically the woodland realm is fairly well policed by police, is patrolled by elves, but they rarely go south of the Forest River and hardly ever at all to um, anywhere south of the for the elk path at all. You should be safe on the path, but basically don't get don't get clear of it at all. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep. So you're very upbeat. Um, strangely, it's sun filtering through the trees. It feels really, really good. Um, and as you get towards um, probably two, three days in, and you believe you're going to be getting towards the uh, the streams heading south pretty soon. You cross over the you cross over the enchanted stream, and he basically warns you. Uh, Baldor says, "Yeah, Lindar says, don't drink from that stream. It's it's risky. It's not good water to drink from there." Okay. Um, you spot as you were camping. Uh, there is. And it's something Belgo seems to be holding every evening, almost like he's praying to it. But he's got a talisman around his neck. He seems to kind of talk to it a little bit. As soon as you look at him, he kind of puts it under his shirt again. But you can kind of glimpse out the corner of your eye that he's talking quietly to himself and he kisses it and then puts it back in his shirt every evening. Do we get enough of a glance of it to know what it looks like? Hard to say. It looks like it's either a cheap metal or maybe ceramic. It just glinted a little bit in firelight, but it was, it's always in the dark that you've seen it, basically. Okay, well... So you would how estimate... Old how old is it? This is the kid, is it? This is the kid. He's about 10 years old. So it could easily be a memento of mum or something. Harlow or whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah it could okay. be something like that. Picture, um, maybe. So you, you camped out, um, and it's... It's gone pretty uneventfully for the couple of days since you've mm -hmm. picked him up. You're, you're approaching uh, approaching the Enchanted Stream, and I, I'm assuming uh, your watch orders maintain the same. So it's the same order. Yeah. Yep. As yep. you've got. Okay. Okay. So probably the small hours of the morning. Sigma, you were um, ashamed to say you just dozed off slightly on your watch when you you wake up and. You can see Baldor is something very strange about him. He's looking back and forwards up the path. And then he looks over at you and he says, Who are you? Where where am I? Where? Where? There, there is fire under the mountain. Those fools have woken the dragon. I'm, I must find Halla. I, you've kidnapped me. You rogues. Where's Belgo? It's all right. It's all right. You're having a bad dream. Um, Is Belgo around? Are we awoken by this? Belgo, Belgo uh, so he's he's about 30, 40 yards down the elf path. 
path when he and he's just at the edge of the 20 30 feet down the elf path just at the edge of the light from the fire who baldor um, or baldor is Bel- belgo wakes up in his bedroll when he hears dad his dad shouting um he clearly doesn't recognize you sigma at all um what do you want to do so if, so you're only the only one awake at the moment what i would like everyone just to roll initiative just so we can get a, a rough order of the way these things will work. Holy mackerel, there's some initiatives there. 19, Sigmar. 17, 20. Sigmar's on one. <laughs> wow. Amalfreda, give me, uh, we'll start with you, give me a wisdom check to see if you wake up. Uh, you do, so it's DC 10. So you kind of bit bleary-eyed. You've, you've vaguely heard some raised voices and you just lift yourself up onto your elbows in your bedroll a little bit. That's... That, that's basically the round you've just woken up. Okay, yeah. So, Hathas, give me a wisdom check if you wake up. Yeah, you, similarly, you, you come awake a bit more easily. Um, uh, and you were nicely snuggled near the fire and you've, like, cold draft comes under your blanket. You don't like it at all, but you are awake and you you also heard some raised voices. Monin. Uh, Monin also wakes up really grumpy. <laughs> Nothing new only there. just bloody went only just went to sleep he was just he's just come off watch and he's just been rewoken again so the the dog is fast asleep just still uh, and sigma you are now awake what do you want to do so he's about i don't know 50 feet away from you maybe down the path just at the end i'll edge call of, out edge of in light. a loud voice um baldor it's fine you're having a bad dream belgo's just here he looks really panicked and says Hello, hello, must find you. And he just turns off the path and just sprints into the forest. I sprint oh. after him. Oh, he very, very quickly leaves. So he very quickly leaves the firelight oh. and just disappears into the wood. Well, Don't I can, I, I can do a bonus dash, and I can see in the dark. So I'm going after him. Yeah. Nice. Make an active perception check. It's an action. He he very nimbly nipped into the woods. And you kind of lost him, so to you definitely need to make a i.e. his his hide, and he's not trying to hide, but he's just very in, in very dark woods, but he's beaten your passive perception. So to find him, you're going to need to actively spend your action looking, and only move half move. I'll do that then. Okay. Okay, you spot him disappearing into the. You do spot him disappearing into the woods. No, nice. I use my bonus action to dash after him. Okay, so you can maintain about that 50-foot distance if you, if you can see him in the woods. But And what is your night vision like? You can see in darkness. Well, you don't necessarily see better in dim light. Your other senses are going to compensate for it. Within 60 feet, you treat dim light as if it was bright light and no light as if it was dim light. Is, right. is Baldor elvish? No, I think it's just a... Um, a, a He's hunter thing. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh... Sigmar, it's a treasure hunter thing, yeah. Oh, sorry, Baldor. Um, yeah, sorry. Ba- Baldor is human. No, he's um, he's. I forgot who I was. <laughs> um, how's he seeing in the dark? He's just blindly running into the woods. He isn't. All oh, right, okay, okay. He's wearing plot goggles. <laughs> he's wearing plot goggles. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so the others, you can't even see where you're getting a bit. Actually, Neil, give me a. You had a terrible experience across through going through Merkwood, didn't you? From from your background. 
you lost the entire party and your entire oh, yeah. fellows. So just role play that out. You've you've gone down. You've basically got the fifty feet down to roughly where he was, fifty to sixty feet, and your heart's racing now. You know it hasn't, well, it hasn't got occurred to me yet. It will in a minute. <laughs> you now you know he's run into the woods, um, and you can see his trail disappearing. He's he's dodging around trees and heading heading into the woods. Do you want to follow him? I'll follow him and then suddenly realise where the hell I am and what the hell I'm doing. And uh, call out, basically, Hey, follow me! Come come here, quick! He's gone okay. this way. And so, uh, I should have... By the way, sorry, I should have asked you to make that at disadvantage. It's strange. So these... <laughs> it's as if the wood is dampening sound your shout wasn't very loud your own footfalls weren't very loud you you can almost hear your heartbeat louder than the uh the movement from from baldor um guys the rest of you uh, are now awake uh you're kind of pulling boots and stuff on getting out of your bedrolls belgo isn't awake yet he's still asleep um well i'm afraid is aware that she can't sleep and there's no point in her running off. Money's just dressing. Okay. Brother Hathis will hap the fire up to get it burning brighter because it's a good beacon and it will help us all see. Yep. Um, assume, assume we've got a fire. He'll, he'll wake Belgo and say, your dad's run off. Can you start calling for him? But don't go into the forest. The elf said don't go into the forest. So... Don't go into the forest. Belgo's eyes get really big and he's... Chicken quivers a bit in fear and... He looks he looks around at the dark, foreboding forest mm-hmm. all around him and says, in a quite a low voice, Dad! <laughs> Louder! With, without shouting too loudly. Dad! Where are you? Come back! That's a good start. It's clear that after maybe four or five minutes... You're all dressed, you've walked up and down the path, and you've not gone on into the woods. It's really too, it's too dark to see. He hasn't responded to the cries. You haven't heard him in, in that time. You're going to need light, really, to to plan on this more, more carefully, unless you want to try getting a torch and going into the wood with the kid as well. That's a suicide. The elf said, do not go into the forest. There's spiders the size of houses in there. It may not be true or not, but it sounds like a good thing to say. We need to at least try and find him. You can't just say, all right, well, he's gone. Goodbye. Well, okay. Did um, he have the money p- pouch on him? <laughs> An immediate shadow point to, uh, to Moan in there. So, um, he did, yeah. Oh, Mo- Moaning's fully motivated now. So. This poor lad, he needs to find his dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you, you good to your word, you, you look around pretty much all night for the remainder of the night. It's only a couple of hours. It was last watch where, when he ran off. Um, and it's only as the, the light starts filtering back through the trees again. And it's this oppressiveness. It's, it's, you kind of can't shake off the feeling that something's weird happened actually with the forest. 
um, this oppressiveness just dissipates as the light comes starts filtering through the trees and it's it's getting warmer again and eventually and you're sure you've searched here but you see what look like fairly obvious tracks of Baldor going into the forest um, but it's only in the light that you saw them what time of day is it it is about 6:37 in the morning it was so the <clears throat> It's it's beyond dawn. It's it's now the sun is up, but right. it's low, very low in the sky. So we've got light that maybe we can track with. Absolutely, yeah. We can't just leave uh, the kid's father wander off into the forest, can we? We've got to make an effort to go after him. But I don't know whether we should take the horses and take the boy, or whether we should maybe try tracking for a couple of hours, and then make a decision whether we head off the all of us head off the road. Yeah, the problem is if, if we do go in there and we get lost, then if we've just left the boy and the ponies here, then that's maybe the last thing we'll ever see of them. Yeah, so he's got to come with us. Aye, so it's not great. So maybe we'll have to leave some kind of uh, signs saying which way we've come so we can come back the way we come. Uh, we actually went. It's interesting, you and you cannot, especially Sigmar, and, and Hath as you do quite a lot of tracking. You can't understand how on earth you missed these tracks last night when it was dark. Even even with even with just moonlight, you should have seen them. I mean, there's deep footprints in mud and snap twigs. It's I mean, for someone like Hathas and Sigma, that's <laughs> a blind moaning could follow them basically. So spooky. Uh, right then, let's get after the kid's father. Why all of us? Let's all go. You make a decision to just lead the ponies and you literally one or two depth of trees off the road, but well within the sunlight, you tie them up um, and hobble them a bit. So you'll know where they are. And hopefully if you call, they'll neigh, especially your horse, Hathas. Um, mm -hmm. So you may be able to get back to them pretty in, in a pretty easy way. But, but actually, if it's in the daylight, those tracks are pretty easy to find. So if you're tracking, uh, whoever's doing the tracking, give me a survival check in the tower. So Sigma, do you want to give me a... Oh, me? Um, <laughs> uh, a, a survival roll in the tower, you say? Yeah, survival roll in the tower. And actually, if, if other other folk want to want to do that as well, you can do so. Yeah, can we help him or anything oh, like that? You're fine, Sigma. Um, so you follow these tracks um, probably for about... 40 minutes to an hour, you're very, very aware that you are now well off the path. Trail appears to just suddenly stop. Mm. Footprints in mud. Suddenly, it's as if he vanished into thin air. Balthor's just not gone. Look up. Look up. <laughs> um, give me a perception check in the tower. Okay, half us. You spot, well, it looks like a spider's web, but it looks enormous. And like a couple of strands of it, but they're like as thick as your finger. They're not anything like a gossamer thin spider's web that you've ever seen. Oh, good grief. Look at that spider's web, guys. Beggar's Big houses, girl. you said? Yeah. Uh, and Vigilant Senses, was that you, Sigma? No, that's me. So that was you. Um, okay. Yeah. So if I give you a perception check in the tower, this is something more directed about uh, how much danger are we in. 
I okay. are we about to get leapt on by um by the stuff. Thank you. Uh your spidey senses <laughs> quite literally. Um <laughs> the uh fine hair on the back of your neck stands on end a bit, I'm afraid and you just know that there's a sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach. There's something very wrong with where you are around here. Okay. Well, we don't like this, and I'll get mm-hmm. my uh, shield and axe to hand and just crouch slightly, looking up anxiously at the trees. Do you want to have a look, a, look around for anything else? Moon um, does the same. Other tracks or signs. Okay, give me mm-hmm. another. Actually, um, have this. I'd like yeah, to have go, a look. Is any sort of large. What the trouble is, I probably don't know much about spiders, so I don't know what I'd be looking for. To be honest, so I'm, um... well, you can have a look for other tracks. Uh, that's that's okay. doable. So, um, give me a no. give me a check in the in the tower. Uh, everyone uh, who's, who's doing that. Okay, so Hathers and then Alma are free to go. Hey, look down here, and you find drag marks on the ground. Um, so leaves <laughs> and stuff have been dragged out the way, and it looks like you actually see what could be like a heel drag through mud um looks like he's got tangled up and maybe dragged off somewhere uh oh we should follow that but i don't want to go first because i've only got a a wooden cudgel i'll 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 lead which way am i going can you see these giant drag marks (laughs) (laughs) oh great uh, yeah, you can see dry drag marks with massive spidery footprints. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you would estimate that s- something non-humanoid has dragged. Well, something you don't. Big. You're assuming it's Baldor, but it's it's, yeah. it's something's been dragged through the woods from here. Okay, so I'll you're, keep following along. Scout ahead. Be very very careful. So um, Neil, if you want to go ahead on your own, I'm going to need a. So in in Rollmaster there'd be like a, a check for this, but basically this is a courage check, actually a fear saving throw, which I think is wisdom, because you are petrified of these woods, having lost mm. a lot of. So if you want to make a wisdom save to go go and track ahead, you can. Otherwise, you're you're basically making an excuse and stay with the party. <laughs> okay, I'm not planning to go like miles off ahead, but yeah, okay. Yeah, no. You are. It's DC. Sorry, DC fifteen to do it. So you're. You know what? I think we best stick together. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right, Well, if Mandy can lead the way. Yep. As long as as long as they keep telling me go that that way, that way, that way, I'll just yeah, mine will just head Mm -hmm. on. Uh, Sword and shield out. Uh, With an eye looking up most of the time. Not most of the time. Sorry, a lot of the time. Okay. Let me just stop this music and we'll play some more sound effects spider butchery music i need need obviously like dangerous spiders some unsettling wind noises and stuff in the wood now yeah we'll direct we'll direct moaning in terms of it's up there or along there kind of thing in terms of where the tracks are going if we can okay you you find it pretty easy to track um 
probably no more than maybe 400 yards away. So whoever, whatever this was, was strong. If it was dragging a human or there was more than one of them. You come to a low hill amongst a sea of green. Um, have no idea who built this place, but it's ancient and it's long ago fallen into ruin. Uh, there's no trace really of any defensive walls or outbuildings. All that seems to remain are a single round tower. And part of what once must have been the keep it's itself. Uh, the keep has crumbled and collapsed in on itself, leaving only one corner still standing as an L-shaped wall. Both tower and wall are covered in a dense shroud of cobwebs and web strands run between the tower and the wall. And oh my goodness, as you're looking, hanging from the very top of the wall is a wriggling bundle in the webbing. It has to be Baldor. How far above the ground is he? Ah. 30, 30 feet up, maybe. Crikey. Well, there's our goal. Amalfrida, when these come, keep our shields close together. Don't go too far ahead. I'll use my shield, you use yours. Right, okay. <laughs> I, I ask your dog to be quiet. We can't sneak up with him making that noise. <laughs> Get down, Shep. <laughs> what? Johnny's falling down the well? I thought we're already on one quest. <laughs> you are, at the moment... Amalfrida and Monin, I'm just going to share it, I'm just going to describe it first, have snuck up behind a wall and are kind of looking ahead. You are just north of a round tower and you can see Baldor is basically up about 30 foot. So the, you're, in a, you're behind, behind a wall next to a crumbled wall next to a circular tower. Opposite you at about 30 feet off the ground is a pretty solid wall to a keep and he is attached right at the top of that hanging from webbing basically and the webbing is very thick very thick yeah i mean easily supporting able to support you guys so not like couldn't be cut by a symbol uh, sorry single kind of robin hood like shot it might do but he'd probably fall 30 feet and on his fall. head if he did that you might be able to do it. I'm not saying you can't, but it would not be a, a hard. It would not be a um, soft landing an easy shot at all. Okay. Look, even if we we win here, how are we how are we getting him down? Presumably, climb up eventually and get a rope round him, cut him, cut him down, and lower him down or something. Right. Well, there's nothing for it. Let's let's get the killing done. Everyone, everyone okay with going into battle in the middle of Mirkwood with unknown number see, of spiders? Can't see anything to kill. I know, but not really, but what we're going to say to this wee lad, sorry. We saw your dad, but we walked away. Hathas, give me a law uh, and um, Amalfrida, give me a law check in the tower. Okay. Oh, nice. Even with the minus. You are outlawed, Hathas. <laughs> um... Your Amalfrida, you recall your dad saying that spiders are most dangerous at night. You can't remember what really vaguely what 
whether they were just as dangerous in the day um, or, or but basically what you are aware is they do most of their movement at night move around so they may basically rest in the day and that's that's all you can remember. oh so you might be able to get them away without these things noticing or moving maybe assuming it's try. more daytime now than nighttime yeah, yeah still mid-morning, yeah. Fantastic. So we might be able to tiptoe up and sneak and spirit him away. Is there any obvious way? Uh, what do the walls look like, John, uh, from this distance? Are those walls relatively easily climbable? I'll give you a perception roll in the tower. Yeah, thanks. Um... It's just roughly how easy would the climb up those walls be to try and get to a position where we could lower Baldor down? Doesn't look like an easy climb, but it does look climbable from where from okay. where you where you sat. Um, you can see, so you glanced into the circular tower where you are, and there is, and that, that's all real there. So there are like a old crumbled spiral stairs going up the inside of the tower, probably to about the level of where Baldor is, but it's obviously a different place. Right, and then high wire across on those, those cross strands but you'd think spiders would feel movement along their webs yeah all right monin's swapped shield and hammer for um bow right well if you want to sneak in like elves and you've you saw else what happened to you then then fine but uh i'm not going to be no good at that so i'll just stay here and keep an eye on things i can your biggest worry amal frida when you were looking over there uh, and you can see them on the map there are spiders webs everywhere um and you just don't know how sticky they are or how they can impact what you're trying to do yeah i i, I don't fancy the idea of trying to go across the webs no um i i'd rather try well <clears throat> i mean i'm not too bad at climbing mammal is okay at climbing so i think she'd probably be happier trying to go across the open ground have a look to see if there are any spiders lurking in that square tower because we'll trigger them once we start playing around with the webs um and then maybe to try and climb up the wall with somebody else to help her mm -hmm. can help you or you could try and shoot him down and i try and catch him i i, I don't think that's going to work well my, my my first one was like do these webs burn in which case i thought even if they do that's a really bad idea that's him most <laughs> Oh, sorry, Belgo. I think it'd be a good idea to have a lit torch on hand anyway, so I'm going to basically light my torch and take it with me and just stick it in the ground just so that it's there if we need to run for it. Well, it might, be, yeah. it might not be a bad uh, distraction if uh, we start getting into a fight, setting fire to the webs that are in this circular tower. Um, I'll guarantee they'll rush towards that circular tower and the fire, and then maybe the one person who's trying to lower um, Belgo can do so without being attacked. So at the moment, I've drawn the map, but you, you guys haven't scouted around the whole place. Mm -hmm. and you don't know what's yeah. in the square tower. The only thing place you looked at when you crept up, just, yeah. just 10 feet south of you, there's like a, you kind of poked your head in there and looked up and saw you could climb stairs up into that tower. You didn't see any spiders in that round one. You have no idea what's in the... No, no, we need to go and peer into tower. that, that L-shaped bit, don't we? Yeah. If there's anyone good at sneaking around, I'm, I'm fairly good I'll at sneaking go. around. 
Yeah, not too bad. Sigma was probably pleased to see see someone else volunteering as well. So yeah, I mean, I was going to sort of basically sneak across the open ground to about there and then have a look. Okay. Um, so give me a roll. give me a stealth check in the tower and Sigma, if you're going that way as well, give me a stealth check in the tower as well. So Admiral Frieda's plan is to head to there. I'll, okay. I'll follow along behind her basically. Sort of okay, so give me another, give me a stealth check in the tower as well. You're both extremely nervous, so uh, and just like hearts pounding in your chest. Moaning Hathis, you could hear twigs cracking, leaves being moved, and, and both of you, Sigma and Amalfrida, you you know you weren't being stealthy getting across to there. Brother Hathis, I think I could have done better. <laughs> I think you. I think okay. you might have been able to. All right, I'm going to have a look from where I am. Um, is it up on the upper part of the wall? Can I see anything? And yeah, then you I'm look move... up, kind of towards. So hang on a second. Let me just yeah. up towards the south. What's that? <clears throat> I'm afraid I can see something up there. Hang on a minute. Oh my god! And that. <clears throat> it's oddly runty though. And that nasty gate. So massive, <laughs> like the size of you, <laughs> spider. I've dated girls with those names. I swear I have. Oddly <laughs> 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 <Probably> runting. <laughs> yes, she was oh. my favourite. She was good at parties. That's that's outstanding joke. Joke of the session. Thank you. Um, the. Spiders appear right, to be stationary, hanging upside down. They're asleep. Uh, in webs just above what would be that wall. They're about 30, 40 feet off the ground, maybe five feet above that wall going across from north to south where you and are. And they don't seem to have reacted to our approach. No, They're I mean, it's, they look horrific. Let me just give you a quick description. Many-eyed and many-legged. It's probably about the size you would estimate of a big pig or a boar. It's it's huge. It's like your size. You've never seen anything like this. You've heard rumours about these things, especially um, Hathas and... Oh, in fact, it's only Amal Frieda that's seen that. But you've never seen any in your, in your life look as scary as you could possibly imagine. Wow. Look at the size of them, Arthur's. They must be the babies, because you said that they're the size of houses. <laughs> I don't know whether we want to just launch a few arrows at them, fight them on the ground, away from Baldur, and then once we've, hopefully, if we can defeat them or drive them off and then go and get him. I don't know if we're going to be able to... I don't fancy climbing up walls and fighting spiders. Well, we could climb up the wall to the north... As in, just just to the left of of Baldor, yeah. uh, quietly <laughs> see if we can cut some of the webs and lower him down without alerting the spiders. You've not looked, um, you've not looked <laughs> at all at the north. All you've done is just crept up to that west uh, eastern wall yeah. so far. Well, should I creep around that way then? Yeah, creep around that way and let me keep an eye on these spiders. Go and have a look and see what you can see on the other side. Okay, give me a perception check. In, are oh, you still got your torch with you now? Yeah. Or did you leave it on, stuck on the ground? Back where no, I've, I've got a broadsword in one hand and a torch in the other. Okay. 
perceivement. Yeah, against the knights, against the sky, ah. there are a bunch of. And I'm looking for disappointing smile. Where's disappointing ah. smile? Is that, is that another Very one meaty. of the old girlfriends? Very meaty. <laughs> A very meaty, disappointing smile, and this is the best one of all so far. Hang on a second. Villainous, scornful laughter. And this one, colossal. So, um, colossal and there meaty. Are... <laughs> I like this. <laughs> they are all asleep as well. Um, and Do not wait. There's... They... One of them is slowly rotating around on a single thread by the looks of things and twitching a little bit, but they are not awake. Could light a fire under them. Or set something on fire and throw it under them. Do you want to creep Maybe back to the coll your colleagues? Yeah. In the moment, you can't communicate. So just give me another stealth check to get back. Hope hopefully, although you didn't wake them up last time, but hopefully <clears> they'll <throat> win. Yeah, I think so. Oh, Sigma, stealthy as anything. Oh, both of you, look at this on the return journey. Amazing. So uh, you can move yourselves back to your colleagues and like have a, a quite whispered planning session. Okay, so we can describe where all seven spiders are, or the seven that we saw. I, I just yep. don't like the idea of climbing up and fighting them on top of Well, I'm hoping we can get spirits in the way without having to fight them. That's our only hope, really. For that bunch over on, on that wall, who close? We don't know about this. They're asleep. Yeah, but for now... If we set the place on fire, then that'll probably wake them up, and they'll just jump off the webs. That's right, yeah, I like that. So, I still favour trying to shoot him down, and I'll try and catch him, or Amalfried and I try and catch him. And then we run like hell. No, no disrespect, Moaning, but your legs ain't made fast. <laughs> well, that's alright, you don't have to be faster than me. We need to just spirit him away and spirit ourselves out of there. I presume that Sigmar is the best with the bow, uh, John. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, Although... I have no, I don't have a bow at all. Never used one. Um... I'm plus four. Hathis, give me an insight check in the tag. You, you were kind of looking around and a bit intrigued by this. Uh, this mm -hmm. insight. Oh, oh okay. It's... Circular, circular towers to the south of you. Yeah, so you, you were thinking, well, okay, so they, they saw some spiders on the edge of the walls, but they were 30 feet up. I wonder if there's more up there we just can't see from down here. Mm. And you, you rec make a recommendation that, why don't we go up this tower and just look across and to see if we can just get a better vantage point from up high Look, almost like looking down onto that area. Okay. So, so who wants to do that? It needs to be someone sneaky and climby. Uh, Is Alfreda the yeah, bravery probably. of youth willing to do that? Yeah, I can have a go at that. So you want me to make a stealth check then? Yeah, please. There you go. And so that would take kind of around there, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you kind of... Wow, she's doing well. You, you, you guys within feet don't hear her. She's soundless. You can see her moving up there, and you, you kind of move up right the way up to there, uh, Amalfrida, and gradually peer between. If you can see that part of the map there, there's a low piece of 
could have been an old piece of battlement or something or crenellation in front yeah. of you you stick your head over that and just peer across you may be five ten feet above the height of that wall about level with the spiders and oh my god thank god you did that <laughs> there must be dozens of spiders all roosting it's like a whole nest of them up above in the trees and in the canopy hanging above that castle. Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. So it's stealth and get lucky or nothing. And all of these things are about the same size, about the size of a sort of large pig. It's about, yeah, like a wild boar oh. size, about the same size as your Alsatian-sized dog, basically, oh, that kind of size. Oh, they, they, return they, and tell the others. 